Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. It's good to be with you back after, I guess we haven't been, we haven't had a podcast for several weeks now, have we? We haven't. We took uh, the Christmas holiday off. And then uh, as we were sitting down to record the last one, uh, we ended up in the emergency room. We did. <laughs> well, you, you left out, though, the part about how I was helping you move your Christmas decorations back up to your attic area. Yes, I was putting you to work. and Yeah, so here's what happened. I, uh, I, end up, I, have, I have now joined the, uh, I guess it's like over uh, 85 million Americans that have cardiovascular disease. I have joined that club. I'm not exactly thrilled with it, but that's what it is. I, uh, yeah, what for our listeners who don't know, and probably most of you don't know because we didn't promote this, but I, I end up having to go into the ER. I was over here helping Steve, and we we're going to do the podcast, and uh, I had arm and shoulder pains on both both my arms and tightness in my chest, and I had actually had this problem a few days before when I was playing basketball. But like an idiot, I kept playing. Actually, I took a few breaks, uh-huh. and I knew something was wrong. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I had actually mentioned it to my doctor in a casual. I'd, I'd taken my son in the next day to get some stitches in his thumb, and I'd mentioned hey, I had some shoulder pains and chest. I didn't say pain. I think I had, my shoulders were aching, and and he said, "Well, uh, he goes, if it happens again, you should get checked out." And so I probably that was a Monday morning after the Sunday night episode. And uh-huh. then I probably did have some discomfort probably Monday afternoon and maybe a little bit Tuesday afternoon walking the dog. But when I got over here uh, and was moving your Christmas decorations and they weren't that heavy, you know, they're really lightweight boxes. I was having the same issue. And I think I sat down once, didn't I? Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah. We took a break and <laughs> yeah, it contemplated going to the ER. Yeah. And I finally said, yeah, take me to the ER. So he took me to the ER, which isn't too far away from me, which I was fully aware of that. And that's one of the reasons I I thought, well, we'll see what happens when I come over here and help you. And sure enough, uh, my episodes kicked in. I was feeling, again, this dull ache, shoulders, both shoulders and arms, and probably tightness in the chest. So we go to ER, they strap me in, and they do an EKG. And initially, it didn't look bad. And I wasn't having pain by that point. Right, and then when they wheeled me into another room to kind of continue the testing, uh, they were going to what were they? They were actually going to keep me overnight because I had had some issues on Sunday, and so the cardiologist on the phone yeah. said, "Let's." Said, keep yeah, them. I thought he said it was too late for to do the test you needed, and you need to spend yeah. the night, something like that. Right. Yeah, they, they were going to do a treadmill test on me uh, and wire me up. And because of this. And so anyhow, I'm just kind of sitting there and you're there too. And we're actually doing work mm-hmm. on our phones and, uh, and, and you're in the room with me. And then I had another episode just sitting there. Yeah. It's cause I was stressing you out. I think like, you were. <laughs> and, uh, and so they came in, they did another EKG and lo and behold, they said, Oh, you definitely have a problem here. It's showing on the EKG. So then they called the cardiologist and he rushed in and they rushed me to the cath lab. 
is what they call it. They wheel you in, and they were telling me as they were wheeling me in, they said, look, uh, we're going to go up in you. Uh, they, they, they literally go up in through your thigh, inside of your thigh down there, and they uh-huh. go up in you. And they said, we're going to see what we see. If there's blockage, we'll try to fix it. We'll either fix it with stents or we will open you up and do open heart surgery. And I'm thinking, great. <laughs> so I go in there and they do that. And I was actually watching. I said, can I watch this? Because I like to watch medical procedures. I've had uh-huh. many done. We could talk about that on another podcast. But I've had, I, I was actually, they kept me awake for a little bit. and I could see the screen as they were going up in me. Uh and it, it was kind of like this little light going up in me. And then I don't remember anything after that and what they had found. They found the blockage. Yes, but your wife was there. My wife you. was there by that time. Uh, and I guess what happened was they found a 99% blockage on my left artery. I forget the term for it, but it's called the Widowmaker. And apparently I didn't realize it was this bad. I, I just thought, well, you're going to find something. You know, I got a blockage and they'll just fix it. And, and But I guess it was more serious than I anticipated. And I guess they told her that I was very lucky and that, uh, if I had, if, if it had totally closed up anywhere else, I would probably not be here today doing this podcast. Wow! So I almost died in your house, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, uh, so anyhow, that, that's the deal. Uh, I'm fine. Uh, they put a stent in me, just one. And I, you know, I have this, uh, Harding of the arteries. I don't know if it's Harding or the arteries, but it's cardiovascular. I have plaque and I have some other, other arteries that are not in the greatest shape, but they're okay. And as long as I take uh, statin, uh, what they call it? Statin therapy uh-huh. and uh, take this real expensive blood thinner and, uh, which is like 400 bucks a month or something. Ooh, and, um, as long as I am a, take care of myself and, and, you know, I'm, I'm actually fairly active. Yeah. And uh, you're a fit, you're a fit yeah, guy. I'm, I'm a few not. pounds overweight, but no, I, I'm I'm okay. I think you know yeah, I walk. No one and, would even look at you and go, "Oh, that guy's overweight." Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm actually in pretty good shape, and I was playing basketball Sunday, and I, I actually kept playing and won the game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's it probably so, is DNA issues. It's probably my my mom and dad had heart issues. My mom had open heart surgery in the 1960s. My dad had a heart attack in 1970. Uh, it's, it's probably genetics genetic. Yeah. And you just have to watch yourself. So, so, so our public service announcement is we were sitting up there going, should we go? Oh, I don't know. You know, we're right, contemplating where right. to go in the yard. Yeah. And it turns out that was a good decision to go ahead and just yeah. have it checked out. Well, uh, heart disease is responsible for like 17, over 17 million deaths a year, uh, in the United States. In fact, 30% of, of the, of the world has cardiovascular disease. And so uh, it's very common. And I wasn't surprised that this happened because of my family history. I guess I was surprised in how bad I was, didn't realize how, how close I was to. Yeah. You would never fall have. Over. Yeah. We, and, we used to play basketball. Yeah. I don't know, every, you know, which almost quite a workout. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, it, but you know, if you think about it, I mean, it was George Bush was, out running and stuff and doing all sorts of stuff, bike riding. And then the next day he went in for stints. And so I, I think, I don't know how the whole thing works, mm-hmm. but I, I know that you have a blockage and things continue to work. Like I have arteries right now that are partially blocked, I guess, because of 
you know, the high cholesterol and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm okay, I guess, but I do what they, what they told me to do is just really watch yourself. Be careful when you start having, if you have pains or dull aches. And for me, it was both shoulders for a while. I thought it was just cause I was lifting. Cause I do lift. I lift weights too. Yeah. I thought, well, maybe I was sore, you know, but then I realized, nah, this is different than what I've experienced before. So, uh, yeah. So if you're in ministry, well, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously in ministry or involved in ministry in some capacity. Uh, you know, make sure you eat right, take care of yourself, get regular checkups, get your cholesterol checked. And I've had borderline high cholesterol all my life. Yeah. Uh, But it wasn't crazy numbers or anything like that, right? Terrible. It wasn't like, you know, you know, you need to, and I had actually been on statins earlier in my life uh, when I was a little bit younger. I'm 57 now. I'm going to be 58. So I'm no spring chicken anymore, but uh, it can happen to anybody. So just be careful out there. And if you're having any discomfort, get checked out yeah. you know, and keep an eye on it because it could, you know, it can happen right away it can, sooner than you think. And uh, so anyhow, that's the deal. So that's why we haven't done these things for a while. Yeah. This podcast. You've been out recovering. We were out on for the holiday, we took yeah. two weeks I off. I think we did. So it's been quite a while. Yeah. And then they told me not to do anything for two weeks. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't lift anything over five pounds. And, uh, you know, they just told me that we want you to just not do anything for two weeks. So I haven't done anything. So now I have a pile of stuff in front of me and stressed out again. <laughs> yeah. So it was three weeks ago today. Yeah, it was. It right here. Yeah. Right here in, in your place. Yeah. Yeah. So... And I'm still, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's the meds. I've, I've had a couple of dizzy spells recently. I don't know what that is. I, it could be the meds I'm on because I'm on different well, now meds you're now. you're trying to be sensitive to that. I'm so. trying to be sensitive to my body. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, but denial is a strong drug. I, you know, and even when I was having these issues, you know, a couple nights before this whole thing happened, playing basketball, I was still in denial. I was like, ah, I can push through this. It's not going to be anything big. Yeah. But I could have dropped over. So just let that be a warning to everybody out there. Be careful. Yeah. And watch yourself. So, so anyhow, we're talking about 2016 in this podcast. We're a, we're a company that does streaming video. We're a company that also does mobile apps. We do, uh, church management systems and websites. And we also do a, a, a feature now, which is a new product called greeter.church. Yes. Look it up on the website, greeter, just type in greeter.church in your browser. It's a, uh, what is it? It's a little... We are an online greeter for your online website. Yeah, for your church website or even your business. Yeah. Uh, when p- people go visit your website, uh, there's a little box down below in the corner. And if, if people have questions, they can type in their question and, and a live person will try to help them. Yes. So if you're interested in that product, just go to greeter.church. Yeah, create well a free trial and check it out. So, and that might be something to consider for 2016 here where... Kind of in the end of January, but still plenty of time to, to plan for the new year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about, you know, if you're involved in ministry of some kind, volunteer-wise or pastoral-wise or leading a team, uh, this podcast is for you today. We're going to talk about some things to consider. Yes. So planning for 2016, you probably should start this in November of 2015. <laughs> so we're a little late on this, but yeah. we'll go through and... You could start anytime. You in can. fact, I'm a big believer in even reevaluating even after a quarter or two. Yeah. That's you know? all. So uh, this is the end of January and we're late because of my issues, but you can still start right now and you could even go through this little list again in two or three months. Yeah. 
you know, I, I'm real big on that. I, I think, you know, it's one thing to plan, but it's another thing to check back in. Right. And, okay. How's your plan going and, and what's working and what's not. So know? we've got nine points here to get through in we do. a very short time now. Yeah. I think we'll make we're it. talking about all my health issues. Yeah. Well, hopefully this, I, I just hope this helps somebody. I hope that if you're having chest pains right now or shoulder pains or back and for women with cardiovascular issues, it can be the jaw hurting. It can be their back. I, yeah, I saw it, there was a thing on the national media news thing yeah. about women and heart attacks. Yeah, I mean, it can be, so if you're female, it can be a different symptom. Right. So get checked out, and, and you can be young, too. So it doesn't have to be you know, be as old as I am. All right, so first thing we want to talk about here, uh, and, and this is a kind of a no-brainer, but the first point is? That you should pray. Uh, you know, ivory process, I think, should begin with prayer. And I think the nice thing about praying is, is, is and when I say pray here, uh, you could say a little 30-second prayer, but I would consider making it part of, you know, taking some time out of your day, especially if you're planning for the next step in 2016. Mm-hmm. Maybe spend a half hour, an hour in prayer and meditation thinking a little bit about some things, not just, okay, God, leave me in this plan now. Amen. I'm talking right. a little bit more than just a, a one-liner. Right. <laughs> that makes any sense. And um, not to digress too much on here, but I'm a big fan of, I've been doing it for three years now. The, uh, you know, they talk about putting together your goals for, tw- right. for the, for the mm-hmm. coming year. And there's a, a, a movement, a website or whatever out there for that advocates Boil it all down to one word. Okay. It's the um, getoneword.com. Okay. So you basically boil down your, and they have a process you go through, which includes prayer to you know, have, right. ask God to make evident what your goal should be for the year, what your okay. one word should be for the year. Okay, good. So I've done that for the past um, couple of years, and oh. actually I've uh, settled in for this year. My goal is to serve, or serve, serve is my so that's your one word. That's my one word. I okay. had a different one word earlier in the earlier in the year, okay. which is just a few weeks ago. But I kind of, as I thought about it and prayed about it, kind of felt like I want to be able to serve ministries better okay. in 2016. Great. So that's great. That's great. So you personally, as well as our company. Yes, and our company. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a goal for the company okay. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. That's always been a big. Emphasis on us. I think that sets our company, JSL Solutions. I think in a lot of ways that sets us apart from some of the other. We companies do. Out there. We're. I think we're. We are better than most right now. But I would like to even take it yeah. to the next level. I think it's good to partner with ministries and roll up our sleeves and whatever daily struggles they're having and and yeah. say, hey, let's see how we can all work this together. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so. As we talk about planning for 2016, start out with prayer. By the way, you mentioned the website. I mean, do you happen to remember what the link is to that website you were just talking about? Yeah, it's um, getoneword.com. Getoneword.com. So spell it all out. Yes, and you can create your own little one-word poster for yourselves at getoneword.com slash share. Wow, interesting. And actually, our church had done a a series on... um, they called it first. They were right. advocating that put God first, and that was going to be your one word for the year. But okay. 
I'm a rebel. Actually, I'd already had my my word right. done before the series started. So sure, okay, yeah, because you're way ahead of everybody. <laughs> That's just who you are. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, good. All right. So the next thing goes. The next point when we're talking about planning here uh, is is uh, and it's kind of connects with pray. I think the second one is reflect. Uh, I would do this all at once. I would reflect upon. Uh, you know, what you've done in the past year or so. Yeah. What went well, what, what went well. didn't go so well. Right. Your wins, your victories, as well as your losses and your failures. Nothing wrong with failure. Failure is just moving forward, just falling forward, <laughs> but it, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, definitely review some of that stuff. See if there's a common thread among all those things. And is there maybe a specific area that you seem to be doing better at? And uh, are there certain things that you're maybe struggling with? Mm-hmm. And then look at it from that perspective. And by the way, I'm a big believer that if, you, if you're struggling in a certain area, you don't necessarily have to work on getting better. Maybe, you, maybe that's maybe, just an maybe area. Maybe you need to delegate that area to somebody who is gifted in that area. Exactly. Maybe you just that's, need to let that area to that. Right. go. And just you want to work, work your it. strengths. Yeah, exactly. Work your strengths. So if you're excelling in something, how can you even be better at that? And uh, perhaps uh, in the area you're struggling with. Okay, so I think it's just being honest with yourself. Um, and then the third point is review, which again kind of connects with this, but it's also reviewing uh, more specifically yourself and people. I think that you maybe work with. So if you're in charge of a department, right. a ministry department, um, you know, even as a volunteer, if you yeah. have other volunteers that you're kind of leading, yeah, you're going to want to have us and this harks back to my aerospace business days, we would have an annual review and all the employees just love to <laughs> prepare for and go through their annual review. But it's it's a healthy thing. Actually, I just there was a post from a former employer of mine who went, had the nerve to go post on Facebook how wonderful his review process went with his new boss and how he just thought this new boss was wonderful and it was great and da, da, da. And he said, yeah, I've had other bosses in the past, but this one's awesome. And I, I was one of those former bosses. So this you guy. were a former guy that he was knocking? <laughs> he was, yeah, or at least with regard to the review process. And no one, I mean, it's very odd that anyone would go and post, man, I just got my review and I feel so good. It's well, typically because uh, you do, you go yeah. through and you reflect on both what you did well and what you didn't do so well. And so I usually walk out of those things going, ah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, I don't think it has to be a painful thing. And I, I I mean, I don't think even secular wise, but especially in the area of ministry, I I think it can be a positive thing. If if whoever's doing the review leads it in a positive direction. Right. I mean, I I've done this with my people. I've I'm overdue on mine because I was, offered a couple of weeks here, but I really try to get them involved in a process. I really try uh, when we're talking about reviewing other people, I always like to get them to review themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and see where they're at on it. And if they're, you know, a lot of times if they've got some time to think about it and they're honest, they're going to, they're going to be, they're going to kind of <laughs> get themselves in the right direction anyhow. Right. And there are some people that are just in denial and you have to kind of lead them. That kind of brings up, we had uh, at least one year, and, and this review process, everyone hates the review process, so they all complain about it, and so they, they change it every year. Right. Uh, if you got, a, I worked in a large aerospace company, so the HR guys, oh, we'll try something new. Right. Anyway, one year that I thought was really good was they encouraged everyone to do 360 reviews, okay. which means a 360-degree review. It means mm-hmm. you get not only reviewed, 
by your boss, but you get reviewed by your peers and you mm -hmm. get re reviewed by those that report to you. Okay. And so you've got a, uh, wow. a review in all yeah. 360 degrees. And wow. it's, it was interesting to see, you know, maybe you got your boss thinks you're wonderful, but the people that work for you <laughs> think you're the worst or your peers feel like you never fought, you know, whatever it may right. be. It was good to get that feedback or get, go through that right. review process from, you know, right. all around, which yeah. is something healthy to do. Well, I think it's good too. And I think it's also good to, if you know, that's going to happen every year, maybe it helps keep you in check right. <laughs> on how and they, you treat other people. And they, well, they, <laughs> yeah, they set it up so that it was anonymous. Okay. So you would choose three peers, three direct reports and your boss. And so you didn't know who said what really. But okay. Yeah. But you, but still there's there people, good feedback. You, you know, people are giving you feedback. So here's my point on this, even though it's the end of January, when we're recording this podcast, if you haven't done that, you could still do it. You could still do a review of the people you work with. And again, you don't have to make it so informal. You can make it kind of, I should say, you, you don't have to make it formal. You can make it more informal. You can make it maybe a little more casual, maybe right. not as intense, just get their feedback. Yeah. You, maybe you, help them along. Yeah. You want to make sure that you get below the pleasantries and the niceness though. So that's the, you, the key. You want to get to the point, but yeah. uh, you don't want people to say, Oh, you were, you know, they're, they're, you want constructive criticism and authentic constructive criticism. Right. So, yeah. I'm not saying you don't, yeah, you, you don't fluff it over, but again, I think it doesn't have to be so intense if, if there's solutions positive solutions coming up. You know what I'm saying? So right. if somebody has got a weakness, you know, is there a way you can direct them to a more positive, you know, where they can get some tools to, to help them improve. Anyhow, we're, we're, we're dragging this on, but I right. would encourage people to really yeah, participate in this, even though it's, even though we're late in getting you the information, if that makes any sense. All right. So we should really either go really fast or maybe yeah, we can skip a on few it. on the, yeah. uh, so move. what's next here? So we've got pray, reflect, review, learn, learn is number yeah. four yeah. on our list. Yeah, learn. So I would say this year, here's what I would say with this point is, uh, you know, maybe is there is there any way that you can learn more of what you're doing to improve on what you're doing? Or, or leverage what you've learned to well, help take you to the next level? Is that what you're well, yeah, say? either way. I mean, for me, I'm thinking, you know, for people involved in ministry here, whatever area you're in, like say you're in the tech area, which you might be listening to this podcast because we're a tech company. So are there some seminars you can go to? Is there a conference you can maybe go to this year that might help in your area of ministry? Mm -hmm. Is there something online? Uh, you don't necessarily have to do conferences. You could maybe subscribe to some newsletters or podcast. You're a big podcast person. Oh yeah. That would help you in your area. That would help you learn so that you can, you know, continue to improve on what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Podcasts are a great resource. Yeah. And a lot of them are free, you know, totally free. A lot of them uh, are. All, all of them are totally free. Yeah. So Well, yeah, but there are other ones. I mean, I I've again not to get off track here, but since I'm on this kind of wellness program here, I'm trying to make sure that I'm around a few more years. You know, there are some websites out there I've been looking at. And some of them, you have to subscribe to them, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but, uh, but yeah, anyhow, you, you know, you can go places, seminars, websites, newsletters right. that people send out tech related that could help you in your area, right? Or whatever area it is, might not be tech, might be, you know, ministry. So related. you want to incorporate uh, a 
opportunities to learn into your plan for the coming year, right? Yeah, I would say that. All right. Yeah, so schedule it. I, I would schedule. I mean, either whatever right. it is you're going to do, schedule it, it in out. your plan. So, yeah, yeah, put it in um, your plan so that you don't just forget about it. So let's skip on to number six, uh, rest. Yes. So, uh, and this is something I, I really want to try to do even more this year. I work two jobs. Uh, the other one is a, working for a church as an executive pastor. It's very, it's not a 10 to, 10 to 20 hours a week, maybe, usually not even that much, but uh, you need to schedule in some rest. So this year, if you haven't scheduled some vacation time, take it. I've, I read somewhere where Americans are really bad at taking vacations. They don't use their vacation time. Yeah. So. Which is, it's a national trend. Yeah. Yeah. We're. And yeah. we are very, Americans are very ambitious and very hardworking. Relative. Most of them are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's interesting. So, so schedule some rest. And one of the things I did, you know, when I was, when I actually helped start a church years ago, I've helped start several, but when I actually moved away and kind of did it from the ground up, uh, I didn't take Sundays off for a while, which was really stupid. And my, I, the reason I didn't was I was, I felt like, we didn't have enough, we didn't have enough people that pinch it for me, you know, when I wasn't, Oh, you when know, you're, you mean speaking, when I was speaking Sunday. wise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and which was, uh, that was probably stupid too, because there's other people that could have done it. I just didn't trust them enough, I guess, to do it at the time. But I did schedule some stuff during the week, but we would take off and go somewhere out of mm-hmm. town for a couple of days. So I guess what I'm saying here is schedule times of rest, some vacation time, and maybe even some short little one day or two day deals mm-hmm. where you can spend some time with your family or something. So these go in your goals. I, I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. For me, for me, they have yeah. to. Right. Cause so, otherwise I'll just go on without it. Right. But I think you really do need to schedule it for 2016. Yeah. And these goals are, I mean, obviously your goals are going to be, I don't want to call it hierarchical where you say, I want to serve ministries better. And then you need to take the next layer and say, right. okay, what does that mean? I means I need to do this, this, and this, and this is right. kind of getting into the, more. the, the things more. that we need to plan that would support the goals. Right. Absolutely. So, so the other one, and then it is, is which also I think is something that you, at least for me, I need to do, I need to schedule this and that is to reach out more. So you want to rest, but you also want to reach out to other people who are involved maybe in the same area that you're involved in, in ministry. Uh So maybe a different church. Uh, Since we're talking primarily to people here with church stuff, uh, you should, you should really make it a goal to connect with some people that either, you know, but don't know very well or want to get to know better or that, that may be able to help you in certain areas. Exactly. Or maybe strangers, but you, you know who they are or whatever you know of them and see if they will, you know, have coffee with you, you know, four or five uh, times a year, exactly. or maybe longer, maybe more, you know. There's the well, the popular phrase that you are the average of the five people you hang around with yeah. most. Yeah. So That's yeah, true. schedule some yeah. some, and we're we're actually in a very unique opportunity in that we were just doing this before we went on this podcast. We were connecting up. Somebody that has a 24-7 broadcast mm-hmm. that wants to learn some tricks. Mm-hmm. And we just had another uh, individual that had a 24-7 broadcast that was contacted mm-hmm. us last week that taught us a few tricks. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're, we've, we're creating an opportunity to have those two people connect with each other. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And so what 
what I'm saying is we have connections with a lot of ministries. So if you're out there listening to this and you want to, whatever it may be, we probably know somebody that could help you with it. Yeah, absolutely. So reach out to people. And then even within your own church, we're, we're pretty much out of time here, but even within your own church, I mean, if you can maybe buy the, by the pastor, if you're not the senior pastor, or maybe you're a volunteer or, you know, maybe take the pastor out for coffee or something, you know, and mm-hmm. so connect outside of your kind of your own little domain, but also reach out to people inside your ministry that maybe you, you should spend a little more time with, Yeah, uh, that, you know, you could connect with a little better. So, um, and so we're out of time, but let's skip down to the next one is something that you well, got to consider doing. Uh, and that is, the point, the last point is last one, get uncomfortable, get uncomfortable. Okay. That's the one I wanted to talk about too. So, okay. yeah. So get uncomfortable and encourage, uh, the people around you. And maybe if you're involved in leadership at your church, encourage your church to get uncomfortable with you. Right. So what do we mean by that? Well, so, I think it means stretching. I think it means reaching out, uh, trying new things, trying something different. Yes. You familiar with BHAGs? BHAGs? I am not. I don't think I am. What is it? I can't remember who made it popular, but someone has. A BHAG is a big, hairy, audacious goal. <laughs> okay, there you go. So a right. BHAG, they were encouraged people to to create a BHAG, which is something way out of your comfort right. zone. Something you could never do. That you could never do well, on your own or you never could think would be possible. Right. And okay. throw it out there and tell people about it and... And start start to take um, yeah. steps. Put the steps to yeah to get yeah. you towards it. I think it's a good idea. So really get you do. uncomfortable, and it's not just yeah. same old same old. Right. So uh, yeah. So get uncomfortable. So and again, we want to warn you. This is very difficult because you might be saying, "Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm willing to get uncomfortable. I'm willing to try something different in our church or ministry." But. <laughs> You will have people that are not, oh, yes. and they will not be very happy about that. So just a little disclaimer there, uh, you know, you can shake things up, but you may not have everybody go along with you on that. And because it's, it's interesting, I, I, you know, I've worked with churches for many, many, many years. And so have you, and there's a lot of churches. Yeah, we want to change. We want to do this. But then when it gets down to the nitty gritty, they don't, Yeah, <laughs> they're uncomfortable or they're unwilling to unwilling because yes. of whatever fear or whatever. So anyhow, those are the things we're out of time uh, because we talked a lot about my health problems, but (laughs) if we can help you in any way, technically speaking, or even ministry wise, even, even non-technical ways, because Steve and I have been involved in so many ministries uh, for so many years, we would be willing to help you or answer any questions or maybe point you in the right direction. As Steve mentioned earlier, maybe hook you up with somebody that's, uh, you know, could help you in an area. Our email would be support at streamingchurch.tv. And you can find us on all sorts of platforms. Uh, YouTube, look for streamingchurch.tv. Look for newmediaministries.tv. Look for our main websites, streamingchurch.tv. And we're all over the place. Yes. All right. Church Solutions Podcast on your favorite podcast player. Yeah, there you go. Forgot about that. This is a podcast. All right, folks, thanks for spending some time with us. We will let you go. Have yourself a great week. Take care of yourself physically as well as emotionally and spiritually. We'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.